Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone If she's gonna stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, I know, I know, I know Sunshine when she's gone. 
What you want to do But count the good along with the bad And I'm sure that you love Would give a thought or two For the black plastic Muni Radio Black History Month Bye. Hello, welcome to Mutiny Radio. How are you guys doing tonight? Absolutely. I am your host. I am Anthony Mitchell. Uh, before we begin, give a big round of applause for Scotto on the boards tonight. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I am standing in for the wonderful Pam Benjamin. Uh, a little bit about me. I am Italian. Uh, a fun thing about being Italian is that it's like the last group of people you could just be openly racist towards. I mean, Guinea, WAP, Dago, Goomba. These are all malicious racial slurs that I have no idea what they mean at all. All I know is that my grandma hates being called all of them, so I'm going to keep doing it. Something that's interesting about being Italian is I feel like it's a little unbalanced, you know? A few years ago, Apu got canceled after a few people complained. Now he's not on The Simpsons anymore. And then Pepe Le Pew got canceled after being accurately French. But in the not-so-recent movie, Ratatouille, the name of the main character, the guy that gets, like, controlled by the rat, his name, Alfredo Linguini, Okay. What sort of weird backwards racism is this, okay? It's like, Pixar's not gonna make a movie next year about an Asian woman named Kim Chi. 
Wouldn't it be crazy when they make Coco 2? They're just going to rename the main character Bean Burrito? Me too. I think it's messed up. No more love for my Italian brothers, but, uh, you know, it's okay. I'm white, and I got lucky with that. Uh, I'm not proud, to be li- not proud to be white, but I'm very happy that I'm white. I just feel like I really just knocked it out of the park on that one. Very lucky. Uh, I've been dating recently. Uh, I met a girl. No. <laughs> I met a girl on a dating app, obviously, and uh, she told me that the one thing she was looking for, one of the main things she was looking for in a man is someone who's spontaneous and makes rash, de- rash decisions with no care for tomorrow. So when I finally took her home, I uh, stole her schizophrenia medication. She was a whole different woman the next morning, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, she's not the most attractive, but she does have great personalities. Uh, one of them's very flirtatious. One of them thinks she's going to get killed by the cops. None of them offer to pay for dinner, but... One thing I have noticed, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection, and apparently every single woman I've dated has had a serious diagnosed mental illness. I'm not sure what that says about me, but I don't like who I'm becoming as an adult male. Uh, Do I look like a young Dr. Phil? Is it because I'm tall and tall people provide shade and comfort? These are things I'm working out in my own head. Uh, And it's because, like, I'm young, so I was learning about these uh, mental illnesses at the same time as these women. So, like, in high school, I dated this girl who's uh, severely depressed and suicidal, and I was like, you know, some some women cry. The next woman I dated, she was bulimic, and I'm like, some women just don't eat, right? The next woman was anxious. She had anxiety, and I was just like, oh, I thought women just say no a lot like ah, I forgot the punchline to that all right anyways that sucked but you know here we are this is the joke workshop right we're testing new no we're not um I did recently move to San Francisco I don't know why but I was walking down a street one day I was exploring the city and I noticed some guy was walking behind me I give a little glance and be like okay he's not following me a few more blocks walking by, and I'm like, oh no, this guy's definitely following me. So I start to speed up. Then he starts to speed up. Eventually, he catches up to me, grabs my arm, pulls me in, and says, I have been following you for the last six blocks. All I want to say is, you have the most amazing ass. And I'm like, oh my god. Thank you. Is this what it's like to be a woman? I love this attention. Thank you so much. Oh, it's everything I've ever dreamed of. Okay. Ah, I'm working things out. Um, uh, honk, honk. Oh, one more minute. Great. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you guys vote in the last election? All right. How are we feeling? Did, uh, did it really feel like democracy was on the ballot this year? No, see, that's the thing like Joe Biden was saying is like, democracy is in shambles. Democracy is on the ballot this year. But then Democrats win, they're like, no, that was a fair, clean election. That worked out just right. Uh, A lot of people voted for very particular issues. A lot of people voted for, uh, you know, to protect the border. 
I think if we're going to vote to protect the border, we should uh, protect the border of the Pelosi household. Because if we can't protect the Mexico-USA border, how are we going to protect Paul Pelosi? Your next comedian coming to the stage, the very funny Daniel Britt. Give it up for Paul Pelosi, everybody. It's a rough year to be Paul Pelosi, man. Paul Pelosi, Paul Pelosi had a stroke over the summer, and then some guy broke into his house and hit him over the head with a hammer and gave him brain damage. And on top of that, he's married to Nancy Pelosi. Give it up for Paul Pelosi, everybody. There's a real, real hero out here. I have uh, no, or I guess I have some new jokes. Paul Pelosi getting attacked was crazy, but I mean, the whole fucking world is crazy right now, isn't it? The, you know what the word of the year is? Webster's word of the year is permacrisis. It means an extended period of one crisis after another. And it just makes me want to go back because it wasn't always like this. It makes me want to go back to simpler times like when I was a kid and I could call up one of my buddies and instead of getting the brrrr, it would say, Please enjoy the music while your party is reached. Shotty had them apple bottom jeans. You guys remember those days? Those were the good fucking days, man. Back before I knew who I was. The other day, I saw a guy running down Market Street. He had the most awkward running form I've ever seen in my life. Even worse than yours truly. Like, I don't run well, but this guy ran with his elbows fucking up here like this. And I just, I've never wanted to shoot somebody more. Like, just stop running. But you know what this fucking guy does? He's running down the street, and there's a mother with a stroller coming the other way, and he goes with the snot rocket. And he accidentally shoots the snot rocket into the stroller and hits the baby. And he doesn't stop running. He just keeps going. The mother was like, my baby. All right, I was the only person who thought that this shit was funny. That's fine. I'm in therapy. Anybody else here in therapy? Okay, so a couple of people know uh, how much of a waste of time and money it is. Therapy is basically my way of saying I don't have any, like none of my friends want to hear my problems. I don't believe in religion, so I'll pay you $80 an hour to put that all on you. Hold on, there was a follow-up to this. But the thing about like therapy is I know like I have to work through these things because because it's not just about like, like I don't need YouTube influencer motivation. Like anybody watch David Goggins? He has to be the biggest fucking brick douchebag I've ever seen in my life. You know what this guy's career is now? He just does cardio with a camera on him. And after his heart rate his heart rate gets up and he's sweating his balls off. He goes, man, if you can't push through and get your dreams, then you're a fucking pussy. And I'm watching this video like, oh man, is this what's wrong with my life? Click. Thumbs up. Okay, so joke's going well. Joke's going well. Joke's going well. Okay, did that one. So it was my dad's birthday recently, so we took him to see um, The Godfather with a live orchestra playing all of the music. And I fell in love with the score from that film. Like for what it is, that score is perfect. For the next two weeks, it was trapped in my head. 
So I would go through my day just kind of singing it randomly. And I found that I can fuck with a lot of people with this song. It works best if you're in a car garage and somebody else can't see you, but you can see them. And you just start going. They get really on their toes. Then you just yell, Fredo! You pull out a cap gun, bang, bang! The guys, they're like, ah! Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So the last thing I want to get out of here with is uh, just uh, uh, an audio snippet from a porn video that I was watching a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> this is so awkward. It's the most random shit. So it's a POV video. Where this guy is about to start fucking this girl, or he is fucking this girl. She's there lying on her back with her big fake tits out. And uh, the guy's got his dick like in this girl. And all of a sudden, he's there holding the camera. He says, what do you have to say to all of the Karens in the world right now? And she goes, Karens? And he's like, yeah. And she fucking owns it, man. She goes... Man, they just need to shut up and get some more fucking dick in their life. I've never come so hard before. Okay, good night, everybody. Good, everyone wish Dan good luck on his date tonight. Good luck, Dan. Ah, Paul Pelosi, John Fetterman, and Anthony Mitchell. There's no better time to be a stroke victim than it is in 2022. Your next comedian is very funny. Give it up for Kavita Singh. First mic of the day. Have no material. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just try to, okay. I'll try to make this a little shorter. So I don't do one night stands. Um, I was always worried, you know, what if the guy murders me? Because uh, that's always a risk, you know. Uh, and then I was at a bar one day and this guy approached me and he happened to be hot. So I was like, he has permission, you know. And uh, we go home together and he couldn't get hard. Like, honestly, helping him get it up was like making a sandcastle because his dick kept like slipping through my fingers, you know? And, uh, you know, with enough time, I was just like, dude, I'm sorry, this is just not working out. Uh, and he told me, he's like, I'm so sorry. I should probably tell you that I've been super stressed lately because my brother has cancer. You should have just murdered me, you know? <laughs> like, he, his name, his contact information wasn't even in my phone. You know, like, before it would have been bar hot guy, and now it was bar brother cancer. You know? And he could have said anything else. You know, he could have just been like, my dick is racist, or you look like my mom. And I would have just left, you know? I would have just left, and it would have been perfect. Uh, but... No, he, he did. He, he want, I feel like he wanted to tell me like that, the level of comfort that is required to tell something, to tell someone about something so personal makes me feel like he sought me out at that bar. You know, like, because he, he wanted to come with his soul, you know, like because his spirit was flaccid from his 
dying brother. And I was supposed to peg him with an emotional strap on, you know? I don't know. But it's weird. I, I did want to be supportive of him. Um, so I was like, uh, I said, so your brother, does, does his dick work? <laughs> um, no, 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 I wouldn't say that. But I felt like it was super important to like stay general, you know? Like I wasn't going to be like, oh, it kind of, you know, what kind of cancer, you know? Because what if he was like pancreatic cancer? I'd be like, um, it's over, you know? So if I kept it vague, then I could still be like, he might survive. Um, but instead, I was like, you know, you should live and laugh and love more, you know? You miss 100% of the shots that you never take. Don't be, don't be sorry that it's over. Be happy that it happened, right? Okay, this is so bad. Um, I feel like um, I feel like I'm always shitting on my boyfriend, and I feel like we women we just love shitting on our boyfriends. But honestly, they do like so much for us. Like in the pandemic, right? We all got these like new hobbies, and we dragged our boyfriends into them, like. I started making TikToks because that was like the thing people did. And I just like productized the shit out of my boyfriend. Like, you know, the worst that he'll do is like leave a toilet seat up, you know, or just like leave a mess in my room. And then the worst that I'll do to him is like make him a product for the masses, you know, because there's nothing less a dude wants to do than like make a TikTok. And so there's like this video that I like made. Well, I saw... I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's this like seven foot long iguana in this like Asian supermarket. And it's like climbing up shelves and it's like throwing all of the shit from the shelves down. And I was like, we're going to stitch this. So stitching is when like the first video ends and then you make the second part of the video. Right. And so I was like, Ryan, you're going to be a store goer at the bottom of the shelves and I'm going to show the perspective from the iguana. And then I just started collecting a bunch of items and I just started like chucking them at him. Like I literally have just like a bunch of toilet paper and I'm like, do something. And he's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. Just, just do it. You know, just expecting something from him. I was like, we're going to be, this is it. We're going to be famous. And he's like, I don't want to do it. You know, anyways, that's my time. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, give it up for Kavita. Whoa, your next comedian. He's very funny. You know him. I know him from his very funny Instagram stories, especially that one lady who dances really silly. Give it up for Devontre Coleman. Cool, thank you. She changed the song back, and I was very happy about that. Yeah. I recently found out that I'm not tall enough to fuck anybody on my counters in my apartment. Yeah. I don't know if that's good for a company, but it's bad for my self-esteem. Oh, yeah. What else did I recently find? I recently saw a homeless man. He had uh, one arm, and his dog was also missing a leg. And I was like, this is the perfect couple. It's a match made in heaven, because I don't think a fully abled dog would obey him. <laughs> Cool. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I once got called the N-word by a midget. And I was I was very confused because I was like, 
there's no possible way you think you're better than me. Like I can see in my freezer without assistance. He can barely see like the vegetable tray in the fridge. Cool. Oh uh, yeah, what else do I got? Oh uh, yeah, I recently got charged um $125 because of an OnlyFans subscription cuz I I buy them by the year. But the this particular model she killed herself in May. So I'm gonna see if I can get a refund. Like I don't know if I should still subscribe though cuz the content was fire but that post nut clarity is insane. Cool. What else do I got? I uh, I went to a, a very poor public school growing up, so we always had motivational speakers with uh, zero accomplishments. Like, it would be the gym teacher, and he would tell us all, like, yeah, if you work hard, you can achieve your dreams. And my only thought was, like, you worked hard, but you still work here. Like, we're supposed to work hard to get out of high school, and you came back. Your mot motivational speakers are supposed to be better than you. They're supposed to be people you look up to. I rode the same bus to the school with this man. Cool. What else do I got? I, uh, rent is entirely too high in San Francisco, so I'm about to try to get adopted. That's it. I just thought that earlier. Like, I need new parents. Um... I recently went on a picnic. I learned that there's this thing called a picnic blanket. She told me because I took my comforter. But uh, she was okay with it because I explained to her. I told her it was my spare comforter. As if people have spare comforters. But I fucked that all up. Because when we got back to my place, I threw that comforter right back on my bed. Yeah, it's the best date I've been on in a while. Uh, yeah, I hate when people I hate when people have babies and they call them their little miracles. Like, it's not a miracle. You got nutted in. That's what's supposed to happen. Oh, uh, yeah, there's been one miracle baby ever, and I'm not sure if I really believe his dad. Oh, uh, yeah. When I don't wear a condom and she still gets her period, that's that's the miracle. They're doing none of the work and expect to be praised for this accomplishment. I, that's stolen valor. Oh, yeah, it's a Veterans Day, so you're welcome for my service. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what other jokes do I have? Those are the only jokes I wanted to do. Let me see if I got something in this notebook. We bullshitting. We wasting time. Oh, yeah, I hate hanging out with people with ugly kids because they throw the vibes off. Oh, yeah. I hate being in public and finding out it's somebody else's birthday because I never care. Oh, yeah. I think white people need way more trauma in their lives because... They keep exploring and shit. Like, there's always a new white person getting stuck in a cave. I've never seen a single story about a black person getting stuck in a cave. White people just look for problems. I, yeah, that, that's all I got. They just need more trauma. Um, I guess I'll leave with this one. Fashion is difficult for me because I want to dress in ways that women find attractive, but I've never been attracted to a woman that I think dresses well. So I think I might just start dating, like, dykes. <laughs> cool. Thank you. I'm Devontre. Give it up for your host. Devontre Coleman, I like your shoes. Your next comedian on the stage. He's as funny as his name is spelt. Give it up. 
for Ian Langlands. Thank you. Good to be here. My name is Spell Funny. That's fair. That's fair. You wouldn't say that about Devontre, though, now, would you, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting point. Uh, okay, I, uh, I always have beef with uh, the generations above me. I get into arguments a lot with the boomers that in my family, and, it, and it's always their fault. <laughs> uh, because it's always stuff, we talk about stuff, like they get very mad at me when I don't understand customs from their generation. That's where most of the arguments come from. Like I told my uncle I had never written a letter and he was like, shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself, Ian. You've never fucking written a letter. And I'm like, no, I haven't. I've never needed to use that type of medium before. And then I showed him Google on his phone and he was like, whoa, sorry we can't all be Steve Jobs, Ian. I don't know, it just pisses me off. Like they they should get with our times rather than me getting with their times. And anytime I think my hot take is I think if you turn sixty five years old, you lose all internet privileges. That's what I think. They're not doing anything good on they're not doing anything bad, but they're not doing anything good. They're just annoying. They're very annoying. Like I posted on Instagram and my aunt in Foster City commented. She just goes, Hey Ian, looking handsome. Where is this? Who took this photo? Is this right now? Can I send this to your mom? Google how to screenshot photo on Instagram. I'm like that none of that is necessary. I um I just got jury duty summons. That's not a word. I don't know what it is. I got summoned, I guess. I don't know. I for jury duty. And jury duty is a very weird thing. It's a very strange concept. It's like a very important public service that like regular people just get called upon to do. Like imagine you get a letter in the mail and you open it, it's like, fuck dude, I gotta be a fireman tomorrow? Shit, I'm not equipped for this. It was very Jerry Seinfeld, wasn't it? I, uh, I'm never gonna figure out a transition for this joke. I listen to rap. Um, Thank you. Uh, I listen to rap. I, li I like rap music. Every time I, I listen to rap, I feel like I'm taking a class in linguistics because it, they say a lot of things I don't really understand. I, I love it, but I don't know what they're talking about. Like, they talk about Dracos a lot. You guys know what a Draco is? It's a gun. It's a type of gun, right? Your Draco is a gun. They're always talking about, like, I'm strapped with my Draco. And I just thought that the hip-hop community was just deeply embedded with Harry Potter lore. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, shit, Draco Malfoy? I know that one. They also talk about lean a lot. They talk about lean, AKA dirty Sprite. Do not order dirty Sprite at TGI Fridays. They will not give it to you. They do not serve it there. Um, that's all I really wanted to do. Let's see. I, I realize how s humans, I always get reminded humans are animals um, in very simple ways. You ever been with a friend and they have a piece of garbage and they want to throw it away and they don't want to litter. And then when they, they happen upon like a mailbox <laughs> and they're like, oh, tubular thing on sidewalk, almost trash can. Do I put this in mailbox? Is that just me? That's just, uh, am I the only one that's experienced that? Okay. 
Good to know. I thought that would be more, I thought that would change the world, honestly. Um, oh, I forgot a tag for that one joke. That's so stupid, though. Um, let's see. I gotta have something. Um, I feel like scientists write a fine line between being very creepy and helping out the world a little bit. There's a lot of things that they've discovered that I'm like, how did you how did you figure that out? Like, what was Darwin doing on that island? Like, let's be honest. Figuring out how animals have sex and shit. A little weird. That's not really, I, 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 that's not a real joke. I think that's all I'm going to do. Uh, thank you, everybody. Bye. Ian Langlands, everybody. Hooray! Uh, I think Devontre's name is spelled exactly how it's said. So, your next comedian, give it up for the very funny and talented Ayumi Mitsubishi. Hi, nice to meet you. Is it the first time open mic here? Thank you for having me. Thank you. What's up, bitches? Yeah, I learned English with a Kanye West, so. Okay, and so my name is Ayumi, and I'm from Japan. If you're wondering, not part of China. And uh, my last name is Masubuchi, and people still call me Mitsubishi. And so tonight, I want to talk about all the Asian, you know, Japanese stereotypes in the United States. So let's start. First of all, people say that Japanese cannot speak English, but that's totally wrong because we do speak English. You can just notice that we are speaking English um, because this is the proper pronunciation we learn in school. So I'm, we're growing up with that. But I'm totally utilizing this Japanese English to get away from any troubles in the United States. For example, when I was pulled over by a police, and you know, it was like, man, license and registration, please. Oh, American, very funny. <laughs> like that, yeah. So uh, next, what else? Um, Asian parents, yeah, Japanese parents are very typical Asian parents, I think. Um, so my mother, for example, so I, when I was a kid, I told my mother that I want to become a Jedi master. I loved Star Wars. And my mother told me, okay, you want to be a Jedi master? Why not Jedi doctor? But she's really sweet. Um, so we talk on the phone very often. And she always tell me, Ayumi, all I want for you is to be happy, okay? And to be a doctor. <laughs> um, where else? And Asian looking and Japanese looking, that's really true. Um, but uh, you think that's a really good thing, but it's actually not. Um, because that complicates my dating life, first of all. Um, many American men look afraid to date me. 
So I have to explain every time. You're okay, okay? You are no pedophile. And stop bringing me a Hello Kitty panties. Um, yeah, so and also that complicates my uh, work too. And I used to work as a bartender. And whenever a customer wanted to order a drink, they wanted to check my ID, not their ID, because I look like this. So um, only drink I could serve them was a Capri Sun. And yeah, and also the one night, I think uh, someone reported, I was, pro I was investigated by a child protective service. And also uh, Asians are bad drivers. Yeah, but listen, I, I didn't know that because in my country, we all crash and scrap and get a new car in every two years. Well, so as a result, I was pulled over by a police a lot when I started living in here. And, um, but I found a solution. Um, that was a bumper sticker. Since that day, no more police. The bumper sticker say, I am not drunk. I am Asian. <laughs> uh, lastly, so um, many people say the Japanese are not welcoming of foreigners. You know, actually not. We love everybody and we think about everybody. They think about the Super Mario, for example, our greatest invention, and think about it. So he's an Italian plumber, created by a Japanese, speaking in English like an American, and looking like a Mexican, and jumping like a Kenyan, and collect coins like a Jewish. Oh, nice. Thank you. One minute. Give it up! That was her first time! Welcome to Comedy Hell! Alright! Very good. That, I was, that was very good for a first time. Fantastic. Your next comedian coming up, the very funny and talented Denise Lee! Yay! Whoa! Okay, two in a row. Um... All right, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm having a good week. I've been trying to work on myself more. I was recently reading this article that the most successful people wake up early and start the day with a little positive pep talk. So all of this week, I've been waking up early to give myself a pep talk. I'm just like, Denise, you don't need to be successful. And then I just go back to sleep. All right, this is fantastic. Uh, I've I've been trying to I've been trying to stand up for myself more. You know, I'm usually like very uh, very passive. I was at the grocery store recently, and uh, I heard someone behind me say, "You are a piece of shit." And I was like, "All right, today is the day that I stand up for myself." So I turn around, and I was like, "That is not very nice." And it turned out that he was on the phone, so. It was a very unfortunate situation. 
Um, my mom thinks I'm really lazy. Like she's always calling me and being saying stuff like, you know, it could be so much more if you just applied yourself. And she called me earlier today and she was like, Denise, like if you just studied a little bit harder in school, you could have a much better job. And, you know, this was very upsetting and I wanted to be like, you know what? I am perfectly happy where I am in my life right now. Um, but I was too tired to say anything. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, my favorite drug I found out recently, my favorite drug is Molly. Uh, not for me, for other people. Uh, I've personally never done it. But I, I love it when people are on Molly because they just get super nice uh, like they, they tell me all these nice things and I don't know if they mean it or not. I don't think they do because the last time one of my friends was on Molly, she was like, Denise, you're so beautiful. She was like, you're the most beautiful white woman I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, that's very kind. <laughs> Highest level of compliment. For sure. But, you know, now now I have like a system, right? Like when I'm feeling down about myself, if I'm having a bad week. All I do, I just text all my friends and I'm just like, all right, who wants to do Molly? I want to watch. <laughs> I want to get compliments. I don't really do. I don't really do drugs. I don't. Um, but I recently got offered drugs for the first time. Uh, which I, I, I would have thought it was cool, but it was offered to me in the most unflattering way. One of my, I was at a party and one of my friends was like, Denise, do you want some ketamine? And I was like, no, I'm okay, thank you. And she goes, Denise, I really think you need ketamine. And I don't know why, but it just felt very offensive. She tried to bribe me. She tried to put the ketamine on a potato chip to give it to me, and I was like, can I just have the potato chip? That would be cool. Uh, I've been, I have really low self-esteem, uh, and I, th I feel like I constantly need validation, so I'm trying to work on that. Uh, I went to go see um, a new therapist, and uh, I don't think it's gonna work out because the therapist did not laugh at any of my jokes, just bombed for 45 minutes in front of her. Um, so that kind of sucked. I, uh, I, I feel very self-conscious. I'm very insecure about my sexuality because, um, I feel like people often assume that I am a virgin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not a, not a great feeling. My friend Devontre, oh, he left. Damn. My friend Devontre was like, you look like someone who's saving themselves for marriage. And I was like, I'm offended, but I don't quite know why. Um, but I, I think a lot of people think this though, because I, I, uh, went to the gynecologist a couple months ago and the gynecologist was giving me a pap smear. And like, before she dove in, she was like, okay, this might hurt a little bit. And then she paused and then she said, this might hurt a little bit if you haven't had anything inside of you before. And it just felt really unnecessary to have the second part of that disclaimer. You know, I was like, you could have stopped at this might hurt a little bit. You know, you didn't need to explain yourself. 
Um, but, uh, I am, I am trying to be more open to new, like sexual experiences. Like I was with a guy recently and he was like, Oh wait, hold on. No, no, no. That's not how it's supposed to go. Um, yes. I'm trying to be more open to sexual experiences. I found out that I like dirty talk. I was with a guy recently and he goes, you're a little slut. And I go, yay. Um, because I thought it was very nice of him to think that I got laid a lot. Okay. That was rough. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Denise Lee, everybody. Hooray. Does anyone else walk around San Francisco and get jealous that homeless people have more friends than you do? Is that just me? If I had known the key to friendship was crystal meth, I would not have gone to college. Uh, is your name Lorenzo? Well, your next comedian on the mic is the very funny Lorenzo Barbaris Canocio. That was so close. Oh my gosh. Uh, hey everybody. So actually before I start, uh, Valerie, this is dedicated to you. I sincerely hope you don't listen to the stand-up, but it is dedicated to you. So, y'all, like, um, I guess I'm no longer single. Um, I guess I got trapped recently uh, in a relationship. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, so uh, I've been going out with this girl, and th things are going really well. And uh, honestly, I'm, again, I'm so surprised, but I shouldn't be surprised because she works in sales. So it was simultaneously the best decision I made and also not a decision at all. But honestly, I thought she would just run away at my mansplaining, you know, those of you who have seen me perform before, you know I'm a data scientist, right? So I love explaining random things to people all the time, right? So you would have thought that when I talked to her about artificial wombs, enabling women to overcome the pain of childbirth and how that would revolutionize the world the way abolishing war changed men's lives forever, that she would have just run away thinking that I was fucking crazy. But instead, she dug deeper. And that's how I knew it was real love because my love language is helping girls problem solve when they tell me about their complicated feelings. And the fact that she didn't walk away, despite my personality, that made me think like, okay, you know what? Like, this is for real. I gotta invest in this. See, the reason why I've been reflecting upon this recently, and I thought it would be a good theme for the stand-up, is because for a long time, I, honestly, I went through my entire life not being an incel, and so when my friends would complain about being incels, I would just say, look, I am living proof that you don't need to be in amazing shape for girls to like you. I thought I, could, I was just a living proof that personality is what matters at the end of the day. And that was before I realized that girls are really into Italians. Oh my God. Like, yeah, like th this would come up, you know, like, and I start to understand the logic behind this, right? Because, you know, if you're having sex with a German guy and you ask him to say something dirty in bed, right? What is he gonna say? Kazunain in the zeitgeist, you know? German is so unsexy that they literally have all of those Hitler memes now where they just take random clips from Hitler movies and you can subtitle anything. He just looks as he's just raging all the time. Whereas if I'm having sex, you know, and a girl says like, oh, Lorenzo, say something hot to me in Italian. And I, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, how do I say something not problematic in this situation? Mi piace scoparti con tanto rispetto. Yeah, right? Which all that means is I like to fuck you respectfully, which I think is a very feminist compatible way of doing dirty talk, right? But I could say anything in Italian and girls would be super into this, right? Um, and now I have the data to prove this. So one of my friends, you know, when this went, you know, she, you know, to celebrate, you know, me being in this new relationship, 
she sent me this movie on Amazon. It's called, literally the title is, My Boyfriend is a Secret Italian Billionaire. That's literally like a fantasy apparently women have, right? And I'm wondering if Valerie literally has that fantasy with me. It's like, uh, no, I'm broke as hell. You know, I just want you to know that up front, right? Um, but then I looked it up. So did you know that Italian is one of the top 10 terms on female erotica? I did not know this until this week. And again, it goes back to like, no woman is fantasizing about a random German dude saying dirty shit in German in bed, right? They're all thinking about Italians. That's why, what's, what's that movie on Netflix? 365 days, it's like a 50 shades of gray, and oh my God, I fucking hated it. Like, why the hell does the dude have to be like, a hot, sort of bisexual, at least metrosexual mafia boss, right? Now it's being turned into a trilogy. It's like the new version of Fifty Shades of Grey, except the protagonist is Italian. Well, I guess the protagonist is an American woman falling in love with an, a problematic Italian man. But that's all I know. What? My entire life, I thought, oh, it's because I'm nice, I'm kind, I'm a good guy. No, it isn't. Because if I was French, none of this shit would be happening, you know? And that's when it hit me, you know, like women really do have this fantasy and I just got to milk it for what it's got. And that's why, you know, I'm going to stop telling my friends, you know, just work on your personality, be a better guy, right? To overcome the insult stage of life, right? I'm just going to tell them, hey, just learn a different language and pretend to be somebody else. I think that's, it. I think that's really the answer. It's why I started, I started really emphasizing my accent, you know, whenever I'm at Starbucks, right? And the barista asks like, yeah, so what's your name for the order? And I say, Lorenzo. Every time I do this, all my friends point out, like, why are you saying it that way? And I'm like, that's my name. I literally spent half my life in Italy. Like, what do you think? My name is Lorenzo, right? But as you can imagine, whenever this happens at parties, like, you just see, like, a huddle of girls going, like, what? And I'm like, yeah, my name is Lorenzo. Nice to meet you. I used to be, you know, the captain of my high school debate team. So it's not as if anybody can criticize me for speaking English improperly, right? Far from it, right? Um, but... But yeah, like, no, at the end of the day, like, that's what I'm realizing. Like, I, I just need to, you know, milk it for all it's got. And the fact that that's why I'm actually proud that I'm getting away with all of my mansplaining because, yeah, like, if she puts up with it, you know, just because I say it with a sexy Italian accent, who knows what everybody else will be able to pull off, right, if they find an alternative sexy accent. All I'm saying is Germans have no hope. Germans have no hope when it comes to this area. Sorry. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Give it up for Lorenzo, another spicy Italian taking the stage. Ah, there's so many great dictators out there, and we got stuck with Mussolini. Could he mean take over Ethiopia? I mean, what's the deal? Yeah? What about her? All right, pull up photos. I'll ask you for it in a little bit. Coming up to the stage, I swear he has a job. Give it up for Hunty Hunter Uniac. Keep it up for Gabe Mario, everybody. I, uh, Lorenzo, I'm sorry. Like, I have this joke for you, and then you said um, Mussolini's granddaughter, so I have to say it. You look like a gay Italian on vacation who's looking up like pictures to, uh, pictures of children. I've butchered that. That's okay. In my head, it worked a lot better. You know what? Let's try that again. We're doing it again. You look... No, we're not doing it again. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are we doing? Not doing good? I get it. You guys all went up before, and it's like, fuck this shit. I'm just staying here for street cred. I love it. I love it. Um, 
I'm not doing so well. Uh, I've been going to um, I've been going to NA. That's how you know that. See, that's what I fucking want to hear. We support you. Yeah, instead of a bunch of comics, are like fucking loser. You know, but like, I've been going to NA and like NA's. Loser. Shut the fuck up, Sam. <laughs> I, I I love NA. NA's where like it's crazy. Like I I I'm really getting into NA. I have like three sponsors. You're only supposed to have one. Do you know how weird that is? Like my sponsors are like kind of jealous that I'm cheating on them. You know what I mean? Like I'm texting like one sponsor, like, hey, you up? You know, like one in the morning and I'm texting another sponsor, like, hey, you up at two in the morning and I'm texting the wrong sponsor each other times. Like I've left, I've left one sponsor's crack pipe at my, the other sponsor's house. I'm joking. I don't do crack. Okay. It's crazy. But it's weird, NA. Like going to meetings, like I, I don't miss cocaine. Because when I go to the meetings, like, I get that fucking addict coffee. And I don't know if you guys have ever had coffee made by addicts. It is stronger than any cocaine I've ever done in my life. It's amazing. Like, dude, the best part of waking up is Folgers in my nostril. It's amazing. It is, though. Crazy. Did you just drop your phone? Everybody boo her. She just dropped her phone. Boo. I know. I'm an asshole. Crazy. I, I, I... Talk about a little bit about uh, conspiracy theories. Um, I, I think people that believe in conspiracy theories have more trust in humanity than anybody else I've ever met. Think about this: like, in order to believe in a conspiracy theory, you have to like let, let, let's let's look at flat Earth, okay? In order to believe in flat Earth, you have to believe that 81 countries, you know, millions and millions of scientists and thousands of organizations have all come together in a coerced e effort to lie to you. I can't even get my friends to show up on a Tuesday at 5 p.m. Like, how the fuck? Do that? you understand how much faith in humanity you have to have in that? Like, the organization skills, the planners, dude. I've lost fucking 12 socks. I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing two different socks right now, okay? Yet I can't fuck. Like, what the fuck, dude? All right. We're all conspiracy theorists here. Okay. Um, let's do this one. Um, I've been watching a lot of step-sibling porn. I have. Good transition, right? <laughs> yeah, I watch a lot. Of, like, I, I want to make an Amish step-sibling uh, step porn. You know, where, like, the stepsister is like, you know, hey, stepbrother, I'm stuck in a dryer, but it's a clothesline. That's funny. Fuck you guys. It's a clothesline? All right. It's too smart. It's not too smart. It's too stupid. Point is, I have a clothesline. I've been stuck in it. My dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? Weird, though, guys. Um, just got broken up with, if you can't tell, by the beard. You, you guys don't applaud for me for going into N.A., but, like, you know, with that, all right. <laughs> no, it's the reason she broke up with me, the beard. But it's weird. It's weird breaking up with somebody with long distance. Like, do you understand, like, how weird it is for a pen pal to just say, I don't want to write letters to you anymore? You know, like, it's crazy. All right, I'm just riffing now. Fun, though. Don't look at your phone. I got time. <laughs> Joking. Um, let's do this one then. You guys know that, uh, what do you call a Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. The puns work? All right. Okay. Um, broke up my girlfriend recently? Nope, that doesn't work, but we'll still go on. <laughs> broke up my girlfriend recently? I don't know why. I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. Uh, before I met her, I slept with single moms. You know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? Snacks. One time this woman gave me a fruit by the foot. I had to split it with her. Only way she was going to get six inches that night. 
I like that joke. Um, for the, I work for my dad. I'm not going to do the whole, like, you know, dad stuff. But I, have, I have stuff to add on there. Like, it's weird work for your father. Like, how do I put this? Like, uh, Christmas holiday season's coming up soon. All right? And, like, when your family works for each other, like, you expect Christmas bonuses. You know, but when your dad is your boss, it doesn't fucking work out. Like, my entire family works for each other. Like, one, um, one of my cousins, he got, uh, she, she got a fucking BMW for a Christmas bonus. You know what her brother got? Evicted. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what? I don't know how much time I have left, but ask me any question. I'll riff off it. Honk, honk. One minute. All right, but somebody asked me a question. That's not a question, Sam. That's why you're sitting in the back of the class. Somebody asked me a question. <laughs> Are the street signs red? You know what? Like, I try to do an honest-to-God riffing on this shit, and even the host is heckling me. How's my day today? My day's been horrible. I'm getting heckled by the host. <laughs> All right. Step grandma. Everybody, that's my time. Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Give it up for Hunter! Hooray! We got two more comics coming to the stages. Sam Carroll. I also like grandmas. I think they're sexy. I'm into ancest porn. And you get it, Lorenzo? You get it, Lorenzo? You fucking get it, Lorenzo? Lorenzo with the German bashing. You look more like Hitler than you do like fucking Mario Andretti, buddy. You're like, you're like if Hitler never took Pervitin, the German meth, the deep cut Pervitin. Is co what, Jay? It's coke and meth. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's simply not. There's no coke. There's no traces of coke. If you're going to heckle me right off top, buddy, you got to get your facts straight. All right. There's no coke in Pervitin. All right. All right. Actually, everybody feel free to talk at any point in this set, including you, Lorenzo. This is uh, open, open dialogue. Kavita, you have poop on the bottom of your shoe. Yeah, you can talk. You can say shit. I mean, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, cool. What kind of what kind of crowd is this? I just walked in. Good crowd. It's a good crowd. It's. A, do we like the cold? Do we like that? No, we hate it. I do, isn't that nice? I also feel that. I, I feel that 100%. It helps me sleep better, you know? Because I'm, like, from the north, you know? Like, I have Nordic roots, too. So something about the heat, you know? I'll go to bed with, like, a single-ply sheet over my body. 3, 4 a.m., I'm waking up drenched in my own piss and shit. Like, diarrhea, cum, fucking spleen fluid. I dream about killing you, Lorenzo. And then stacking up your head on, there, you have multiple heads in my dreams. I, I actually, I actually don't know you, so I don't dream about you. You said, uh, you said, at some point you said, you said, uh, you, you might know from my act that I'm a data scientist. I didn't know that from your act. I knew that because you have a collared shirt and sweatpants on. So, all right, cool. I couldn't get a sitter for this. My kid's outside in the car with a note on the window. Says nothing valuable inside. Yeah, I figure he's got a few more hours. Kids, that grow up so fast. Use up so much oxygen. Oh, man, I like signs, though. I got a sign in my bedroom. It says, dead man's point. People have fallen to their deaths from this point. Stay back. It's like a big metal sign. 
You know, and I sit in my chair and I look at this sign and I think about all the people that have fallen to their deaths since I stole it. Yeah, probably a lot. What do you think, Lorenzo? What's on your shirt? Lighthouses? Looks like it's a golf shirt. So golfers, palm trees, lighthouses. Looks like a bunch of Waldos. It's a very nice shirt. Are you comfortable? Yeah. What kind of deodorant do you use? What? I'm just fucking talking right now, man. Kavita, what kind of deodorant do you use? Oh, I know that one. It's great. How do you not know Old Spice? It's most marketed deodorant brand in fucking history. Terry Crews, big sexy black man. Yes. He's not doing it anymore? Who's the new guy? They got a new guy? Is he black? Is he as, is he as black as Terry Crews? All right. Then that just shows how Old Spice is doing. Shouldn't, you shouldn't take Old Spice, man. It's got uh, aluminum in it, for real, though. You don't want any aluminum in it. Aluminum gives you Alzheimer's. Do you know that? Do you forget that, Lorenzo? You forget? Should, I'm serious. Fucking, my grandpa had Alzheimer's. He, he started to lose his shit, like, t 10 years ago, right? He died middle of the pandemic, but with everything going on, we just managed to have the memorial service last week. Open casket. Yeah. Power of formaldehyde. See, I'm Irish and Norwegian. Us Irish, we like the open casket because the formaldehyde coming off the body lingers in the air and kind of fucks us up like airplane glue or something. You know what I'm talking about? You ever huffed paint? You ever di dipped your nose in a paper bag full of airplane glue? Never in your life, Lorenzo? That surprises me. You're giving off that vibe. I could see you just have no vices other than airplane. What is your vice, if you don't mind me asking? That's a personal question. You can make one up if you want, but if you want to tell me the truth, you could also do that. To you, how much a day, do you think? Me too, brother. Oh, you don't have a problem then, man. You're teetering down. You're you're on your you're on your way to sobriety. Fuck, I have a problem with weed, man. I just fucking throw it at people. Ball it up into fucking snowballs of weed and throw it at infants. I don't know, it's just not a good riff. Weed is not tight. Weed is not tight. I like to walk, I like to, you know what I'm addicted to? Harrowing experiences and delusions of grandpa. I, I, you know, I wish I had a grandfather clock, Lorenzo. All I got's a shitty fucking great uncle clock. All it does is molest me. Yeah. Right, right, in, right in my bum. Right in my bum. Yeah. Right in the bum hole. Anyways, man, why is a watch called a watch? You know, it should be called a glance. Barely look at that fucking thing. I zippered up my penis today. Forgot it was down. My penis has a zipper. Yeah, sometimes I leave it down. My just penis flesh is exposed. It's very embarrassing. I like that you ask me questions, Lorenzo. How do I feel about the Irish curve? 
You know, I here's what I think about the Irish curve. I think that it's not like a genetic biological thing where like your dick will just curve naturally from the way your DNA is. I think it has to do with the sexual repression that goes on in the Catholic Church. Ireland's a very Catholic country, so you have a lot of kids that are like scared to jerk off until they're 14, and then as soon as they realize that God might not be real, they're like, and they actually angle it down to the left. So it's not something you're born with, it's something you make. And that's what I want to leave you with, Lorenzo. Give it up again for Sam. Also give it up for Lorenzo for also kind of being a part of that. All right, here we are, your headliner for tonight. Give it up for Jay. How you guys doing? Sweet. All right, uh, so Lorenzo is the fucking talk of the town, okay? I'm gonna talk to you in a second. I'm gonna do one joke that I forgot to do at Slate, so here's the joke. Uh, so I'm a cancer survivor, so this is going to be a cancer joke. Uh, I was thinking about how there's only two groups of people where you can't touch their hair, and that's cancer patients and black people, right? There's only one other group besides those two that you can't touch their hair, and that's black cancer patients. So, yeah. <laughs> But I would still, I'd still be curious to see like a, or I, I'd still be interested in watching a curious white woman try, right? Like just walk up to something like a black guy and be like, hey, can I touch what used to be your hair? <laughs> I got to say that joke without laughing through it. Okay. Hey, Lorenzo. What's up, bro? I just met you. I hope. Fuck. We've met before. <laughs> God damn it. We did? Where? Here. I forget everybody here after I leave here. I, I'm like, I have to reintroduce myself to every single person every single time I come back here. It's not, it's not like against anybody here. It's, it's mainly just, just the bridge. The bridge is like a portal. Like I, I live in Oakland. I drive over here. Yeah, yeah. I live, I, I live in Oakland. I, I saw a homeless dude on the way here actually. So you might be interested in this if you haven't heard this joke. Uh, this homeless dude had like a blank sign, which kind of confused me a little bit. And then I got closer, right? And on his sign, he had written, please give what you can. Anything helps in pencil. So I was like, I got you, bro. I got, I handed him a Sharpie. I was like, I got you, bro. <laughs> Go with God. Uh, he immediately started sniffing it. So I feel like I miscommunicated. I feel like I should have fucking sent my message better. All right, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you about yourself. So you're a data scientist, right? How much money do you make? <laughs> All right. That's not an answer. I I love I love also when Sam asks you what is your vice and the first thing you had to say was apart from mansplaining <laughs> like bro none of us are gonna be like yeah an ally <laughs> no dude nobody gives a fuck if you mansplain that's just that's good old fashioned talking to are you, are you heading out are you are you leaving Sam are you leaving all right Sam Corral Golden Corral. Sam Golden Corral. All right, I don't know what I was thinking about. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit more, cause I don't I don't give a shit about doing jokes right now. I, I, I so so you've lived. Do you live in San Francisco? You live in Palo Alto, so you drive up for this or you take Uber. You, you Caltrain then. You do Caltrain. <laughs> for a second there, we're like, damn, this guy really likes his scooter. 
It's like holy shit. Are you Italian? Like, are you you were born in Ita Italy? Okay, but I was not here. I was I I've got here. I'm a headliner, bro. I'm better than all of you. <laughs> no, no. So you're you're Italian, like you're Italian immigrant. How long have you lived in the country then? Fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah, going strong. I like that. I like that shit. You you do you do you want to do you want to pop out an Italian baby or would you would you uh? Settle for somebody here. Like, would you want to hook up with like a top? I'm also assuming that you're a straight. Are you straight, bro? You better be. No, <laughs> no, no. So, okay. Would, what do you think of American women after the 13 years you've lived here? Yeah. Okay. Still, she still got the ethnic shit in her. Okay. Yeah, and Covet is trying to leave so discreetly. All right, I can give you a ride. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you. A, sorry, sir, but yeah, yeah, I will. I can drive you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Italian bros. I like that shit. Y'all, y'all, y'all are keeping San Francisco like. Toxic, <laughs> not for lack of a better term. I was in I was in Italy like a couple of weeks ago, and I realized that like Italian men are like very sexually aggressive, like because I thought that was exclusively like like South American men. Like they're 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 very they're very like fluid with their emotions, and I respect that a lot. But like I I was in Italy, and this dude was trying to get this chick to come back, like beautiful woman, trying to get her to come back onto his boat, and like I realized the Italian accents like the fucking it's like the two inch lifts of accents. Like, if he had said any of the shit that he said in an American accent, it would have been creepy as fuck. He was like, come back to my boat. Eh? You're breaking my heart. Don't leave me alone. Like, he was saying all these things. I was like, dude, you are so lucky that you're ethnic and she's fucking British or some shit. I don't know. It's crazy. Wait, so you thought you were going to fuck like a, like, you're going to you're gonna have like an American sweetheart? Oh, so you're like, I wouldn't fuck a fat bitch. Okay, so you're an ally, but not just to not the right people. Okay, this man out here not body positive. Your people just eat noodles, bro. You got to get on board with us being like, damn, we love fucking noodles. We don't like walking, but we love noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I have like a lot of respect for like the body positivity movement, really. You got to think about it. Like, I also respect men that cha like that like, have a thing for bigger women, like or, like ch you know. Chasers, right? Like hefty hunters. I'm doing a bit right now. Uh, hefty hunters, like portly pursuers and shit, right? And like, I also love like big women too, right? You know what I'm saying? Like large ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like the colossal queens, the grande goddesses, massive mommies. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Yeah. yeah. No, I. Th the thing is, there's a body. There's a bo the body positivity movement in this country is really amazing, but I, f I also feel like it didn't hit like people like me, like, w like really frail, kind of like whatever body guys, right? Because like there's, there's that whole big is beautiful thing, right? But there's no like weak is wonderful, right? That's kind of, that's kind of sad, right? But you also know there's a line when it comes to bo body positivity, right? Because not, people aren't like out there with like how sexually attracted they are to larger ladies, right? Because like if there was, then you'd have a slogan like, cellulite got my dick tight, right? Like <laughs> that doesn't exist. 
It just shows you the line. All right, all right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm gonna go on for another 20, 20 minutes, Anthony. I don't know why you're getting up. I just keep talking. I uh, here. Let me let me let me. This is this is a bit. Uh, I I work out right. I like to exercise, and one thing I like to do is uh, I wear glasses usually. But I'll wear, I won't wear my glasses when I work out, right? I'll, like, keep them in, like, my collar just to show the women around that, me that I'm, like, listen, I'm just focused on exercising. I'm not creeping on you, right? That's a good, that's a good move, right? But every now and then I'll see a dude that has, like, goggles on. And I'm, like, dude, you're fucking creepy as hell. That's so gross, right? Right? Like, just go swim, right? Because, like, this guy is so concerned about, like, not looking at women that he's, like, I don't want my glasses to fall off. I need goggles, right? I'm, like, just go swim, right? It's clear that you're so interested in your breaststroke. Okay, that's the whole joke. That's the that's dumb. Uh, yeah, I can tell you about this. I, I got a speeding ticket last week from Switzerland. It's crazy. I've never even been there. They just sent me a fucking speeding ticket in the mail, right? Like I'm gonna pay that shit, right? <laughs> they sent me they sent me a threat essentially. It's like nothing nothing more than just a threat. It was 737 francs. That's what they said. You either pay 737 francs or you can spend three to four days in a Swiss jail. That's crazy. Like, it, they, they expect me to, like, actually succumb to that shit. Like, I'm actually going to fucking go. Like, imagine me trying to explain to my friends that I'm going to Switzerland. Like, yo, I'm going to be in Switzerland next week. They're like, oh, shit, you going skiing? I'm like, nah, son, prison. <laughs> prison. <laughs> Very interested in the cells. I don't know. Crazy. I already do the cancer joke. I, uh, I'm very Asian. Uh... I grew up pretty Asian. Like I, I came to the city, came to Oakland, and I realized I was a minority just because of so many Indians where I grew up. I went to such an Asian Asian high school that the marching band got to bully the football team. That was it was so much fun, dude. They had no chance. It was like two hundred two hundred of us versus like twelve guys. It used to be fifteen, but we killed three of them. So you know how how it works. But uh, I didn't even play an instrument, bro. I just I was like, you got some extra clarinets? Let's let's fucking go. Get him, get on board with this. I, I, I would riff more, but let me think of it. Let me think. Of it. Are you, uh, are you Catholic? Don't, ask, don't act like that's not a weird question. That's a weird question. You're Italian. <laughs> okay, so you are you uh, religious at all? Okay, you still believe in God, Christian God, white God, <laughs> non-Catholic. That's a good one, I would say. You know, they have a pretty pretty uh, spotty reputation in the last 300 years, I guess. I mean, like, I don't know how long they've been touching kids. This is a tor horrible time for you guys to walk in. How are you guys doing? Have a nice night. How, how are you guys doing? You guys, uh, you guys live in the area? We're just doing this right now. I'm, I'm like, I'm the last comic up here, but what, what are you guys' names? Hannah and Ryan, nice to meet you guys. Do you guys live around here? So have you been to this this show before or never? Okay, I had a lot of pressure on me. Then here we go, here we go. Do some, I'll do some, I'll do some good jokes. I, uh, my name's a Jay. Uh, nice to meet you guys. My name's a Jay. Um, I am the child of immigrants. Right, both my parents are immigrants. Um, they've lived in this country longer than they've lived back in India, though. So like, anytime they say immigrant shit, it kind of throws me off a little bit. Right, like my mom was t telling me about being arranged married right before moving here. She was like. I moved to this country with $200 and a stranger. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> damn. Sounds like dad moved to this country with like a dream and an ungrateful bitch of a wife. That's fucking nuts, right? That's, I don't know. 
I feel for her. I feel for her. Like, that's a tough thing, but, like, also, there's no way that wasn't his $200, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. <laughs> I live in Oakland, actually. I live, like, I don't live in the city. Uh, I live with three other women, actually, which is, uh, it's kind of interesting, but also just means I haven't had, like, an honest opinion in, like, about a year now, so don't know what that feels like. Any <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I, I honestly thought living with three women would make me, like, a little bit more responsible, you know, like, a little less gross. But like now I just masturbate differently. So that's fun. Yeah. I masturbate kinda like a priest if you guys are curious. Yeah. Quietly and usually by candlelight, that's how I do it. Yeah. And then bless my dick with holy water. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've gotten to know my roommates pretty well though. Like every now and then we'll take like a walk, like pretend we're like a little family, right? But like our relationship changes drastically based off like who I stand next to. Right? Like if I stand next to my tall black roommate it looks like we adopted two white hobbits. It's really, it's like, wow, it's a really progressive family. Holy shit. Yeah. And then if I like stand next to like this, my shortest roommate, it looks like we got adopted by two stylish lesbians. It's like, oh damn, that's very progressive. It's a tall kid. Holy shit. Yeah. And then if I walk too slowly, like I walk behind them, I look like the most ambitious predator. It's like, oh, whoa, <laughs> did not know they had goals. That's creepy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not very good with women. I'm not, I'm not a very seasoned individual when it comes to that, but, uh, I am trying to be like more of a better person, like improve myself. Like I've been listening to a lot of like female rappers complain about broke men in their songs and just do the opposite of what they say. Right. Like I've been listening to that song, no scrubs. You guys know that song? It's a great song. It teaches you how not to be a scrub. It's fucking, <laughs> I couldn't ask for more. Right. They say that if you walk everywhere and you don't have a car, then you a scrub. Right. So I just bought a bicycle. I was like, okay, this is within my price range still like me right and they also say that if you lean out your friend's passenger window and like holla at women then you're a scrub so now i just stare at them on the bus i feel like that's also kind of what they're getting at. i don't know they also said that if you live at home with your mama then you a scrub right so me and my dad we kick that bitch out ladies hit me up you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm uh, i'm probably gonna get out of here but uh you guys have been a lot of fun uh, give it up for Anthony and Mutiny Radio. Have a nice night. All right, give it up for a J one more time. Whoa! Are either of you comedians or want to try stand-up comedy for the first time in your life? No? My friend. All right. Well, that was our show. Thank you so much. My name's Anthony Mitchell. One amazing round of applause for Scotto on the boards tonight. <laughs> Come back to Mutiny Radio Mondays, Fridays. Check out Pam Benjamin. She's the best. And get home safe. Woo!
75 years, movies are liberated. And of course, they're on YouTube. So we are going to watch a movie today uh, in the public domain. And we are on Mutiny Radio, Carl, uh, every Sunday at 2 p.m. We are also uh, available as a podcast. Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM.
Right. 
Ha, 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 ha. 